Hello, all you brave versers out there. My name is Justin, and I am your humble and merciful player this time around. How about that? I was not the Star-Lord for these flashback sessions, and I have to say right off the bat that I'm so proud of all the work the crew put into these episodes, but I'm especially delighted by and grateful to Elaine for running all these flashbacks. I don't know how she'll feel about me revealing that she was a bit nervous to take over, but I knew from the beginning that she was going to do a great job. And you already know that she did a good job, because you've listened to Kobach's flashbacks parts 1 and 2, right? Well, if you didn't listen to those, you're going to be lost during this upcoming conversation that was recorded right after we finished recording part two. There's a lot of great stuff in here about Elaine's planning for the episodes, about our reactions to what happened in the episodes, but now I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm just going to let you get to it, and I'll see you on the other side. Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome to The Table Converse, the Kobach flashback episodes. My name's Connor. Uh, this episode, I played Professor Pasta Fajul, and with me today... Hi, I'm Allie, and I'll be playing Norina Garrard, the head librarian. Hey, I'm Elaine, and this episode, I was a guest Star-Lord. Hi, I'm Justin, and in this episode, I played Yaya, Shirid soon-to-be mystic. I'm Jenny, and in this episode, I was playing Valanth Dujour, a Lashanta mystic. And I am Quinn, and I was playing Kobach, the Vesk student. Woo! Oh my god. It was like a TV Ow! reunion without all the bad hair. <laughs> um, where to begin? I have questions. Let's start, Jenny, if I may. You were with us in the very, very beginning, and now everyone has been asking for literal years, what is up with you? How has it been to jump back in? And then also, like, what are your thoughts on Valanth and Kobach? Where are you? What's happening? How are you also as a person? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back. It's weird because I haven't played... I don't think I've... Oh, no, I did play D&D like a year after I started the first time, but it's been at least like a year and a half or two years since I've even touched my dice. Um, so it was really weird to like jump back in and try to remember what modifiers are and like <laughs> rolling for stuff. So that's why I asked a lot of questions. Yeah, um, me too. Did fabulous. And it, it was weird to go back <laughs> to Valanth because she feels like this, like, I mean, she started off so long ago with Justin in the board game cafe and then to like reprise her in, in this and then come back and do her again. It's like, I just couldn't remember kind of where I left her. I just knew that she was like crazy about Kobach, but like wanted to be competitive and, mm -hmm. and like, I wanted a little bit of that to come in, especially because they're young and stupid. Mm -hmm. Young and so. hungry. Yeah. yeah. Those, <laughs> those ending lines between you two were like very well done. Yeah. I loved how much there was, um, it wasn't really, you know, lovey dovey dopey off the, the start. Um, I love that there was like an edge of competitive because I feel like that's like that's a really common jury. Like you're competing, you're competing. And you're like, oh, crap, I like this person. Yeah, that was always like she always because she was second to him. Yeah, always because he was always mm -hmm. just this one smidge above where she was. And she that, that comes out in her personality a lot. She's super, super competitive. And I like that. I like that for them. I like couples who are matched in that way. I think respect is very much important in a relationship. So I think that's really easy to establish. I just had to remember that when we first played, you like Valanth Professor feelings to me, and it was kind of a surprise. So like I, in my mind, it was like, okay, so we're going to do this thing where 
Kobak likes her. She's kind of like, whatever. Okay. Then she likes him. And then he's kind of like, whatever. And like, they're kind of like off a little bit. So I didn't want to like go too far into making. Yeah. You know, like, cause sometimes it's like that, you know, people, you like them and then they don't really like you. And then you got somebody and they don't and blah, blah, blah. So I thought that would work. Classic. It yeah. was awesome. It, it did. I, it I think it was good because it, we kind of started off in that, like, this could be something, mm-hmm. but then it was like, okay, well, he's obviously very talented at magic because he was the only one that landed a full hit. And then, you know, the dice kind of helped with that where she didn't land a full hit, but she still showed that she Look could do something. You. And then by the end, that's kind of like shifting into the, you know, I'm going to compete with you, which sets up that shift where it's no longer just this nervous awkwardness, but it's like now it's them like one of them is going to come out on top and it's going to be Kobach. I like to think of it, not to be too nerd, as kind of like um, Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables and Gilbert Blythe, which I'm sure a lot of people might not understand that, but that's kind of their relationship. They competed to be number one, but they loved each other. It was a good relationship for them. <clears throat> I'm a nerd too, all right? <laughs> I like that very much. <laughs> and now, Jenny, I don't know if you know things that I don't, so if that's the case, we can just ignore this. But what do you think is up with Valanth in like our current time in the podcast? That's a good question. <laughs> I can't say anything one way or the other. Cool. So whatever people want to imagine she's up to. She's, <laughs> I mean, she's confessed to Kobach and, and she's, mm-hmm. you know, she laid her, her heart on the line. Mm. So. Justin is twiddling his thumbs, little bastard. <laughs> we uh, we recently, I, I try to put a comment, a question in the in the Discord that we have every Wednesday, and I call it Hump Day Haws, like huh, like a question. <clears throat> and one recently was, what relationship, you know, either real or imaginary, on the show would you want to see more of? And so many people were like, Valanth and Kobach, Valanth and Kobach, like we want to know. <laughs> So I know that we're not answering that question now, but it's fun to to lay some groundwork, fl- flush out that world a little bit more. I agree. Yeah. And Allie, you also brought back an old standard. We I don't know if had we heard her voice yet. Yes, over the telephone or something. Yeah, I think Justin mm. did it, but I don't. I think honestly, Allie, you did something very similar. It was just sort of not pompous, but it it just had an air to it. You know, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I was going for like. Fake British. I was trying to remember. Um, Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Catherine <it's> Hepburn. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I could. I was like, I couldn't remember. And then I like went back and listened to a couple like old episodes, like around when they were like going to hex, hexagon stuff. And then I just couldn't. I don't know. I didn't find wherever Justin did it. So I was like, ah, I'm just gonna interpret something <laughs> like i remember a little bit of it i mean you brought that fat ass yes. to life you really did i was dog sitting leading up to this recording and i was like doing all these like vocal exercises just making all these noises finding the voice like beforehand and this dog hated it <laughs> like she runs in from the other room like <laughs> something is wrong and she's like there's something bad in your mouth and he was like trying to like <laughs> I was like I have to help you <laughs> you're clearly in distress <laughs> it was very fun it was like an episode of Lassie do you need help <laughs> yeah oh lord but that was great I think that was a really great Allie's really good at making a character that is like lovable but prickly 
and mm. much like her in real life, I would say, <laughs> <laughs> like it's something like so lovable about the characters that you make, and you know, I guess it's a personality thing. I didn't want to turn this into a real compliment, but I guess we're here. Um, but I love that that comes through in your character creation. Thank you. It really was so particular and fun. Like, I was really hoping that she was going to have glasses. And as soon as she said, I was like, she has no glasses. She's a librarian. Like, specific she was stone. a librarian without glasses. Yeah. yeah right. But I just love, like, Can't get, be get the three rhinestones. It matches her hair. Like, she's thinking about how she's dressed. Like, and also, I just love that you were, like, paranoid. I, I, you were paranoid about the condition of your library and, like, and disgusted by the students that you were there to serve. Like, I, I love that, like, you know, for, for Nora, the library is the ultimate thing. Yeah. The sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, you haven't earned the right to even be in here yet. <laughs> I love a, I, I really had fun with the idea of a, a librarian who does not let students read books. <laughs> <laughs> And I also love the character choice for Yaya that he has a history of destroying books. Like, <laughs> yes. That's yes. So particular. It's like my thing. Strange. It's Justin. It's like, how can I take something really simple and make it complicated for no reason? <laughs> like, I know I'm going to make it where he's in a library, but he can't handle the books. Well, my thought press, my thought process was, how can I give the limelight to Quinn? Mm. Like, how can I put the spotlight on Quinn? And I was like, oh, why don't I remove myself from the situation? And I was like, I know how to do this. And I was like, perfect. And then it just like, but that became a solution later. I was like, wait a minute. I, I already have the solution. So then how, how were Yaya's people's and places books unscathed? Like, Ooh. how were those fine when he Good was... Point. So... What, what are the lore here? I really tried to like keep myself from babbling too much, but he was going to explain that all of those books were the same copy of one book because he knew he was going to go through all of them because he destroys there them. There it is. There Freaking it is. Goose. There's the explanation. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> They're all so the same So I don't know, I just book. all kept falling into place like these... <laughs> It's so dumb. Yeah. That's so good, though. Like, <laughs> he knows himself so well. That's like, that's, like, that's like somebody who's like, I know I lose my keys all the time, so I'm making 10 copies. <laughs> Justin, how did you yeah, come exactly. up, or when did you come up with, like, the almost faux chosen one thing? Like, I thought that was a very fun game. Ooh, that's a, that's a great question. So when Elaine and I, you know, had the meeting about what this, you know, the kind of story arc was going to be and what the character was going to be, I kind of knew what his attitude and his role in the story for Kobach was. And, but I wanted him to have like some sort of like flaw. If there was an opportunity for him to have a personal journey as well or something in the story, I was like, that would be cool. And originally I thought it was going to be that he doesn't have any friends. Like I thought, okay, so he'll talk about playing people's people in places, but then maybe, you know, at some point it'll be revealed that he actually doesn't have any friends, but he talks about having all these different friends. And then at some point it just became, no, he just wants to be the best, <laughs> the greatest sorcerer there ever was. I, I don't know where that kernel came from, but I was like, oh, yeah, I think that's better because that's more active or whatever. And there doesn't have to be, again, trying to give more of the spotlight to Quinn because, you know, it's Quinn's episode. It's supposed to highlight Kobach. I was like, OK, so if, you know, I, then I didn't need a reveal. 
You know, I didn't need any kind of like revelation that he didn't actually have any friends. You know what I mean? So it kind of just fell in my lap and it, I just went with it. Yeah. And when, when we first talked about this episode, we, we were trying to figure out, you know, we wanted to round out the table. So we decided it should be, a, you know, a three a threesome of of students palling around and not just Kobach and Valanth. And we came up with the idea of having like a donkey character from Shrek. But we didn't know that ju- at the time, like I didn't we didn't like Justin was like, I can't come to anything. And I'm like, that's totally fine. We'll get it covered. But we were just like doing a production meeting together. So I just like m- messaged him on the off chance of like, do you want to sit in? And And I'm so glad that it turned out. Quinn, I mean, this was your episode. This is your episode. How do you feel about what we learned about Kobach? And like, I, I'll just say before you go, it was very cool to see him like younger. I don't know why yeah. I really enjoy that aspect. I thought, I thought I thought it was really cool, too. And I like that with Yaya's character, like I thought it made sense that at that age, he would think he'd be great because like people go to college thinking I'm going to be the best. Mm-hmm. So so whatever. And, like, I think nobody is more r- recklessly and needlessly or like rather not proven to be as sure of themselves as like a freshman in college. So I thought that fit. And I do think it was good to see them young. And it was like it had like this like Harry Potter vibe to it. Yeah. Which I really loved because I'm like, you know, yeah, like this is what would happen if you fucking go to a magic school. <laughs> Shit like this would happen. So it was it was cool. And, and the whole family thing, because like I developed that for Kobeck as a character, but it was good to see like where mm-hmm. this probably started. And again, mm-hmm. in college, I think that's kind of where you learn that you can have a different family than the one you have or at least for me that's the way it was it was like oh there's a different world out here oh i guess that's why the show is called that mm-hmm. ah, look at us <laughs> like 30 mm. years late <laughs> <laughs> at least 30 <laughs> so yeah i thought it was really cool to actually because i never thought in my like imagine what it would be like that's i mean this is like Watching y'all be students and then like getting to play a teacher was very fun. I would love to see like imagining it as a sitcom is the point of what I'm about to say. I was like, oh you could God. absolutely have a Hexton like spinoff series of like, oh, and the curmudgeonly <laughs> librarian and then like the professor and these kids or, you know, professor I don't know. Absolutely. Who's like the Mr. Feeney. But okay. Th- first of all, that character was hilarious golden it was very hard to keep a straight anything between you and justin and all that foolishness because you were a couple of fools connor and i had been talking earlier today trying to find the right voice and as soon as you did, put a lane through the ring no you didn't but it, you when you did this i was like oh my god th- this is like you you must do this and the other thing i want to compliment you on i had i wrote like the legend of Antera way longer and just like i was just like so caught up in it and the way connor told it was so much better than what i had written like just hit like the right things and you edited down the unnecessary information i was just like sitting there like oh that's how it should have been <laughs> I, the lore was amazing like everything was like really really great yeah that I was it awesome i love the line where he says and her betrothed uh name been lost to history so you know they must have been a winner <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't write that that was <laughs> like, great like you just like god i just like peppered it up so so much better than what i had written it, it was it was incredible really leaning into my aunt diane she's awesome if you ever see <laughs> thank her you, aunt diane. For real. thank you aunt diane yeah, truth be told it's a little sad story she's not even blood related to any of us but she's awesome so like our family would not let her go <laughs> like she had every opportunity to like move along and we were like no no you stay 
You don't divorce us. <laughs> Truly. I have a question or a, a poll. Everyone, I want your answers, please. And then we'll do a wrap up because I know we're running on time. The numbers kept coming up. In Kobach's cell, he had his magic numbers, 2, 3, 5, 8, 12. In a script Elaine sent me, 12 was there. I know Jenny caught when you were talking to the bug, that the bug said numbers. What do we think is happening? I can say nothing because I didn't even pay attention to that. So <laughs> the Kobach in the jail thing I noticed, but I did not notice any numbers beyond that. Jenny, Allie, any theories? The answer could Anybody legit else? be Don't leave nothing. Me out there by myself. Right? <laughs> Maybe the creature is also studying to become a, a Hexton student. <laughs> the greatest Hexton student. I wanted the creature to be Professor Fajul's pet, but then I was like, it's funnier <laughs> just to be like, they didn't even kill it. <laughs> I have no theories. Was it just numbers? No one has theories? What's I happening? have no theories. I thought maybe it was just a mantra. Okay, so I just had to design a whole legend, right? And I wanted to emphasize, like, you need to have a group to do magic. Like, that's the best way to do it. That's the way to learn. It seems really weird to say you can only have this number of magicians. So I like made up that there were a few holy numbers. I was like, how, how many people would you probably have if you were casting spells, which is how I started out. And then I just started adding the two numbers previous to get the next number. So two plus three is five. Three plus five is eight. Five plus eight is 13. And then, yeah, Good I used it as, like, as the countdown into the story for Kobach breathing and remembering that when he first learned about those numbers was sort of my idea. And oh, and the bug counting was just I, I miscounted you. I was trying to say that he was thinking about eating all three of you and I <laughs> fumbled. So sorry. There was no east, no conspiracy. Bugs there. can't do math. And then our parting cue, unless somebody has a thought that they want to say. Imagine we get a second episode at Hexton, say sophomore year. What does everyone want their character to be doing? Let's start with Valanth. I think at this point she would be falling behind Kobach a bit. I think they would be Oof. kind of vying for first place. So at this point, her feelings of flirtiness have changed into like, I'm going to be better than you. So let's <laughs> do this. And at this point, I know that she... When she comes back, she has a good relationship with Norena, with Nora, um, because obviously she comes back as a mentor to Olivia. So I think at right. by the time in her sophomore year, I think she would have started trying to get in with Nora and kind of like that relationship starts after her first year, after she kind of proves herself a little bit. Nora, how yeah, about you? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that Nora is like starting to open herself up to Jenny and like kind of starting to identify or Valanth, identifying Valanth as, you know, a trusted student, one of the few. And uh, meanwhile, definitely Ooh. has been torturing Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> just every kind of menial work that she can have him do, just like, you know, magic detention and whatnot. And by like, <laughs> I would say... Maybe like almost halfway through sophomore year, she is now allowing him in the library, but she supervises him literally the entire time. She is just with him and watching. <laughs> <laughs> so Yaya is developing a crush on her. No. Justin, what do you think Yaya is doing sophomore year? I think Yaya is definitely improving uh, his magical skills, but he, and more importantly, is improving his book handling abilities. <laughs> And I think he would have also started a support group <laughs> for other people who also aren't so good at handling books. Mm. Are there any other members? 
We're waiting. Not his parents. <laughs> the sign-up sheet has been in the hallway for two months. <laughs> oh, my God. Quick side note about the parents. I told Justin, like, I thought it'd be really funny if at the <gasps> moment of confession, he tells this long-winded thing about eating his parents and goes, psych, I was dropped as a baby at a convent. I never knew my parents, like, as if that's better, like, or a punchline. <laughs> but you were so hysterical with the telling of eating them that I was like, no, this has to stay canon. <laughs> I just, like, couldn't it. let it go. <laughs> so I cut you before you could do the reveal kudos to Valanth and Kobach for being like okay (laughs) (laughs) like we just got here let's make friends this is not what I thought you were going to say at all no it's like this is the kind of thing that like I don't think I would have thought of that so I was like yeah sure let's let's do that (laughs) so we give that credit to Elaine I would think Kobach would be, I think he would still be kind of like into Valanth. And I think this would be like the part of the time where she's like kind of not really into him. So then it's kind of like a secret that he's into her and her feelings are, you know, clearly clouded by her competition. So I think he would be sort of finding himself there, getting more involved in the magical going ons. And making a name for himself, the name that we saw that he made for himself when they went back. So I think he would be kind of like in the midst of doing that while nursing his unrequited secret feelings. I want it to be a thing. Oh, well, you know how you can make that happen. We have a Patreon. <gasps> Ooh. And if we get enough of those, maybe we could do more episodes like this. <laughs> Wahoo. Thank you so much to everybody who has donated to us so far. It's amazing. The podcast is now self-sustaining, which is really awesome. <gasps> that means that... It's doing better than me. <laughs> that means that we're not we're not paying out of pocket just to get our podcast out to you. So that's really amazing. And we're hoping to build on that so that we can spend more time. Because we love doing this and we want to spend more time doing it. But before we sign off, Connor, you didn't say what Fajul might be doing. Pasta Fajul, really? You kill me. Well, because originally we tried to do an Italian accent. I sent... <laughs> yeah, it did not come out. Yeah, it. I sent someone audio and I was like, is this giving Gloria from Modern Family or Italian? And they responded, I'm not sure you're speaking any English, <laughs> let alone any language. So <laughs> we switched. <laughs> Pasta fajoule. Is a soup? Yeah. Well, I started an Italian restaurant and I didn't know how to pronounce it. So I used to go to the kitchen and be like, do we have any pasta fagioli? <laughs> I swear to God, that is a real story. And I'm Italian. <laughs> and you're a... Anyway, Connor got fired from that job. She just called you a He can say it. I can't. She did. He can say it. She I can say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm, I am pasta fajoule. That's what they call them in Italy. Uh, That's what they call gay people in Italy. Yeah, that. <laughs> is a little fajoule. Stop standing like a fajoule. I'm definitely trying to get... Uh, tenure track because these kids are tiring me out i think me and uh, nora have like a good relationship very like fraser and Roz. if anybody's familiar mm. that's just my in my head perhaps i see that <laughs> getting a lot perhaps. of blank stares audience. no i'm it's resonating you and her just you and her just criticizing the students was gold i could have listened to that for a good five minutes straight it's my favorite part of any job where i'm in charge of children yeah I know. I liked it. I like the energy. Anyway, so he's trying to get tenure. He watches out for the kids. I would love 
to meet him again. I hope he's not dead. That's the whole time I was thinking like, oh, Pasta's probably dead now. We <laughs> didn't meet him. So he probably died. And now he retired. Oh, okay. You weren't you weren't there looking for him when you were at the uh the Animal Ludum. Maybe he was on a sabbatical. Right. It'll be it'll be like Star Wars where if we need him, we'll find him like gardening somewhere on some planet. Perfect. My vegetable garden. I thought you'd come. I thought the reveal was gonna be that Fajul was actually the uh the groom, <gasps> the the name that was uh, lost to time. I wanted, or I pitched, not wanted. I pitched that at the when they got in the temple that there should be a word, and in Akatonian it would translate to toilet, <laughs> and that's why Kobach calls people. To- <laughs> I did not toilet. Elaine did not take the bait. <laughs> toilet. I do think that it's going to wrap it up for this table converse. We very much appreciate you listening. This was obviously fun for all of us. Jenny, thank you so much for returning. Thank you, Jenny. Of course, it was great to be back. And thank you to all listening. And thank you to everyone who does this with us. Look at all the... This was really fun. Yay! Aw, sincerity. Follow our socials. One, two, three. Bye. 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 Welcome to the other side. My personal favorite part of the Kobach flashbacks is that I got to finally be a player in the podcast. If you're the designated GM for your group, then you know what a big deal that is. So thank you very much to Elaine for making that happen. And I hope everyone enjoyed Yaya because I really had a great time playing him. If you have any thoughts on me as a player or Elaine as a Star-Lord, come join the conversation in our Discord. The invite link will be in the show notes. We also have some outtakes from these episodes, bits of audio that got cut for one reason or another that you can listen to by joining our Patreon. That link will also be in the show notes. We'll be back with the next couple of flashback episodes soon. Until that time, remember, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny. It is in ourselves. Ourselves.